Okay, back at it again. This uh, is episode number nine. 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 Nine episodes. Nueve? Yeah, that's saying? fine. Okay. Uh, it is, I used to have the, the AKs. I'm doing away with the AKs now. You should. Why? I, I mean, most of them were inappropriate. They were good AKs. No, they were it's funny. Like you just snatched them out of the air and attached them to yourself. No, Charles, they all had like meanings and shit. That's why we went through them all the time. I was just, I thought I made a point that most of them had ridiculous meanings. But did they all, not all have an explanation behind them? Not very good explanations. Hell yeah, they had good explanations. Ah, anyway, 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 no more AKs. All right, uh, one. Just one now. One. Villa. That's fine. Villa. Okay. Yeah, that's deep rooted. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're going to a uh, different time, but I uh, started to like kind of like rebrand and got my own YouTube channel and shit. Gonna start a lot of stuff, and I'm just one AK now, Villa. Villa. Yeah. V I L O A. Yeah. Like house. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. So I uh, got my man Trey back in the building. It's been a been a minute since we uh, stepped on the uh, podcast field. Yep. But it's been a lot going on, and we got a lot of shit to get to. I think this episode probably going to be mostly sports related. Just because there's a lot of shit going on in the sports world, we will obviously get to Trump shit, mm-hmm. obviously. But uh, I don't think it's a bad thing. It's all sports related because there's sports can be kind of a microcosm of things that are going on in society. It is, and it's not. And it's actually, in my mind, not even too much into the actual sport itself. It's just the issues around the kind of sports stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think that I'll be able to uh, develop and get into a lot of different stuff that just happened in regular society. Yep. Good. Yep. All right. So, I have an interesting take on this entire Mike Vick situation. So, if anybody doesn't know, Michael Vick has came on air two days ago and had some pretty strong comments on Colin Kaepernick, basically insinuating that all he would need to do, maybe not all, but the first thing that he needs to do to try to play for an NFL team is to cut his hair. Yeah. Mike Vick is not totally wrong in what he said. I think he's wrong for saying it, but I think the first problem, the first thing he did was, was try to compare his situation and Colin Kaepernick's situation. Michael Vick went to jail, okay? So he did have to rechange his image. Colin Kaepernick has done nothing wrong. But one thing that Mike Vick did was address something that needs to be addressed in society is, why is having long hair negative well i don't think it's negative for white folk no 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 one ever told aj hawk or clay matthews to cut their hair no not at all not at all um you know honestly i've never been able to wrap my head around that with like when when you see someone either you know with dreads or a huge fro Mm -hmm. how that is any more or any less like appealing to I just, I just to feel someone like, than you know having a, a clean cut look. I feel like for America, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go and say like white America, it's more threatening. I don't know why, but it is. I don't know if it's because of representation on TV. Like every time you see like a thug, like they have like uh, dreads or braids. I, I don't know if that's what it is, but coming from Mike's big perspective, I actually understand. I think Mike Vick is actually coming from a good place. I just think the issue that he's addressing is he's saying Colin Kaepernick needs to conform to what white people think is okay. Rather if he than, wants to play in the league. Yes. Yeah. Rather than just saying, hey, just because this guy looks like that doesn't mean he's less presentable. Yeah. And I think there's no no doubt at this point that he's being blacklisted. 
Oh, you, see, you, you see that absolutely. Brian Hoyer picked up another contract. Absolutely. Yeah, Colin Kaepernick, who went to a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. still has not found a team to even be a backup for going and compete. Mm-hmm. And there's plenty of teams with really shitty quarterbacks who I'm pretty sure Colin Kaepernick has outperformed. Absolutely. And he had a pretty good year last year for a bad team. Yeah. All things considered. Yet, still no job. It's, uh, it's one of those things that it took me a long time to form an opinion on this. But as somebody that had long hair and cut it, I understand. Mm-hmm. I understand that when people look at me, I look a little less threatening than I did two years ago. I've actually had people tell me I was scary. Like I briefly mentioned this on the podcast before, but I'm on record as saying I was walking down the street one day on the sidewalk. And there's this older white gentleman, and we're on the same path walking uh, towards each other. Instead of walking past me, my man darts out into the street, not even looking, and almost got hit by a car. Just because he didn't want to walk past me. (laughs) Look, white people, let me tell you, you're not low. The whole let me walk across the street before you get to the black person thing, you're not low. We see you. We know you're doing it. It's okay. Like, But he didn't even look to see if there were any cars coming. Okay? Yeah. I understand, and it's unfortunate, but this is the thing that I think that we need to change, is that this look of if a person of color has longer, longer hair, they're more threatening. I don't think that's a real thing. So it's unfortunate that Mike Vick said this thing because I think that he's wrong, but he also brought up the actual issue of let's change this, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I think that Mike Vick was super genuine. He sees his situation as him being somebody that Maybe like the entire NFL doesn't want, so let me change my appearance. And I think what he's trying to tell Colin Kaepernick to do is change his appearance if he wants to play football. But I think that Colin Kaepernick is fighting for a bigger goal than to just play football. You see what I'm saying? That's true. And it also makes him, you know, after you go through that whole thing of you know kneeling through the anthem for mm-hmm. almost an entire season. Yeah. And now you're going you're gonna to cut your hair because you want a job? You're yeah. Gonna, no, no, no. Now like, you're going to conform? There's one thing that Colin Kaepernick has done, and he's had the same – M.O. the entire time. You don't just change it now. Mm-hmm. Mike Vick was trying to play football because he he has a lot of negative things that was going on with him as far as like the dog fighting shit and everything oh, yeah, like that. Yeah. Colin Kaepernick has just been a social leader. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he's fighting for something good. Mike Vick was trying to change a bad uh, narrative about himself. What Colin Kaepernick has done hasn't been bad. Mm-hmm. Everybody that talked about uh, Colin Kaepernick and the flag and all this shit. They're not talking about all of the donations and all the charity work that he's done and giving like, his money away. You're not hearing any of that shit. You know what I'm saying? So for Mike Vick to come on air and try to associate his situation with Colin Kaepernick's situation is absolutely ridiculous. I don't... It's, it's not ridiculous in the sense that it's image rehabilitation. Okay. So, so, but that, that's only if, you know, Colin is desperate to play. Okay, fair like, enough. Like, if he's... If playing football is more important to him than his values that he's standing up for, then he should cut his hair. Or, or if, agreed, or, agreed. Or, or, or if he thinks playing is a better way to achieve whatever goal he had in him, which I'm still not sure what it was to begin with. Oh, uh, Colin Kaepernick's goal? Yeah. Oh, you don't know what he was trying to do? No. Colin Kaepernick was trying to bring light of the issue of police brutality. So for me and you... That may or may not be common knowledge. I don't think that's necessarily true because that, that issue was already brought to light. It had already been in the news cycle, on a major major news cycle for a while. So how much more people were talking about it after the quote-unquote 
debacle that was Colin Kaepernick not standing for the American flag? Were more people not talking about it? Uh, you see what I'm saying? They and my problem was they were talking. My problem with the whole thing was that more people were talking about what Copper, Colin Kaepernick was doing and not what he was doing it for, mm-hmm. which is a big problem. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So Colin Kaepernick has just been trying to raise uh, social awareness of things that are going on that people may not necessarily know what's going on. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? We live in big cities where we get these news outlets and stuff like that. One thing I think as people, what we do. Uh, fall fallacy to is assuming that the way we understand the world is the way that everybody else understands the world. The way we grew up, we understand everybody else grew up that way. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I've and I, I fallen victim to that also. But so at this point, I'm trying to make sure that people don't miss the message that he was actually doing rather than being upset at the way that he was doing it. Mm-hmm. So Colin Kaepernick's MO uh, basically rubbing some people the wrong way to promote something that he believes in is the reason that he's not in the NFL. Now, don't get me wrong. If he was a super, super elite quarterback, maybe some teams could get around that. But it's like, this is a guy that's... He's top 20. Okay, yeah, Yeah, top 20. But think about all this negative stuff he could bring on our organization because at the end of the day, it's a business. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's the reason why he's not playing. It's not because he's not good. It's because he's not good enough in some organizations' minds to overcome the negative, quote-unquote negative media that that team would get or the distraction that that team would get. I think the only team that could – I'm not going to – that's a strong statement. That, that wouldn't have been good. But uh, definitely he'd have to go to a team with a very strong foundation and culture mm-hmm. to be able to get around that kind of shit. So, like, it's obviously position-wise – See, see like, I don't agree with that either because that's, that's implying that when, like, when you think of players that, you know, like – he would do better if he was in a strong, strong foundation, strong culture. Like LeGarrette Blount, okay. who is on his way out of the NFL, goes to the Patriots, turns his career around. But he had a lot of issues before. He had, mm-hmm. had violence issues and drug issues and whatever else. But that's also implying that Colin has some type of issue that he needs to fix and he needs to be kept in check somehow. So not core issues, but what I'm saying is distraction. Mm-hmm. And I'm using the word distraction thinking as a business owner, like somebody that owns a team, he brings a type of attention, whether you want to call that negative or positive, that's what he brings to your organization because of all this stuff that he's doing outside of football, which in my opinion is a good thing, but it's controversial. So then you're taking half your uh, fan base that may be supporting him and half your fan base that may hate him. You know what I'm saying? That is distraction. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, what we're seeing now is the league, nobody's willing to roll those dice because I guess they don't feel like he's good enough. I feel like if if he was like super, 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 super elite, somebody might take a chance on him. But the fact that he's a just a good quarterback and they don't want to take all the social issues around him, that's why he's not signed. So what, so what do you think like people's main issue, like the, the deep-seated issue that people have with Colin Kaepernick? Is it like lack of, lack of uh, conformity maybe? I think it's lack of understanding. So people immediately what happened was when he didn't stand for the national anthem, people were saying they're disrespecting the flag and they're disrespecting the soldiers and people that fight for a country. Mm -hmm. He wasn't doing any of that. He was just saying he doesn't respect the country that their own people like leaders and people that are supposed to be uh, keeping people, keeping people safe. Fuck is uh, are killing people of color. Mm -hmm. And that was his issue. So how can he stand for something like that where we see uh, countless examples where these police officers go and they aren't um, 
Well, they're obviously they're indicted, but they're not found guilty. So that he doesn't support. So what he was doing was he was just kneeling so people he would show people that he wasn't supporting that. Therefore, people would, in his mind, look into those reasons and then maybe get educated on an issue they were not educated on. Yeah. But I think that was missed because so many people were talking about what he was doing it and not why. So people get so heated on the what that therefore they hate this guy. They don't like what he stands for. This is the reason that people think Black Panthers are uh, were a terrorist group or are a terrorist group just because they're not educated enough. Mm-hmm. So I think in my opinion, that is why he's getting blackballed. It's sad. Yeah. I mean, I don't... I don't know what the answer is for him, or probably doesn't care anymore. That, I, I, I think that he, issue in general. Like, do you think this this would be happening to him if he was not a quarterback? If he just happened to play, if he was a outside linebacker? Ooh, no, I don't either. No, that uh, that is a good think, question. Yeah, yeah, I, I think there is this perceived notion that as a quarterback, you're, you're supposed to act a particular way, yeah, which just happens to be a very Caucasian way, yeah, and. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, and this I, all and this all goes, you know, even more into Kong, Whether it's you know the huge afro or him braiding his hair back. I mean, if you look at the other black quarterbacks in the league, got crew cuts. I feel like if there's any sport, like you should be able to have long hair. I feel like it's football. You wear a fucking helmet, like you know what I'm saying. Like people only see you at like press conferences. I feel like you should be able to look however the fuck you want to look playing football. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, like. If you want to have long dreads and get tackled by those long dreads, that's fine. I never even really thought of that until now. I mean, every, I mean, every other black quarterback in the league, crew cut. Well, how many? Well, so Vic was the so Vic was the only one that had braids. Uh, besides Robert Griffin Jr., um, RG three, yeah, yeah, you're right. Is it functional? It might not be Vince functional. Young, Donovan McNabb. It might not be functional. I have long hair. Can you twist your neck as much? Paul? I'm sure. Can you like? I don't know because I knew when I when I had my hair cut like I mean when I had my dreads like I could not turn my head as quickly as I could mm-hmm. so I don't I don't know it might be a functional thing fuck if I know I mean it's all it's all interesting and like I'm still not sure because you know winning winning trumps everything in the NFL so you can yeah that's you know you have an, another case of a black athlete who is seen just to make bad decision bad decision bad decision and Ezekiel Elliott and you know he's gonna get punished by the NFL do you really think the Cowboys are gonna do anything no hell no you no. know why performance performance yeah, yeah. I, no, and, I Colin, and Colin he has went to a Super Bowl he has outside of one year been I'm pretty sure in the top 15 quarterbacks but statistically you, but you know you're only, you know how fickle we are you're only good as your last game yeah if he came off well, he was Super good season, last year I know but if he came off a Super Bowl like leading team last year he'd mm-hmm. be good money right now yeah you know what I'm saying there's a such thing as being so good that it trumps everything else Kobe Bryant. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, people, people forget. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People forget. It's, you know what's funny? Like, how many people don't even know? Like, that story disappeared so dog. fast. Oh, my God. That's wild. Like, there's a... And this is us getting old, I guess, but this is a generation of kids that do not understand why he changed his number from 8 to 24. <laughs> like, I guess they just thought it was like a Jordan thing. Like, that shit is crazy. But, I mean, you know, I mean, that's what happens. I mean, he was playing basketball for his future. Like, if he was uh, shooting 20% of the game, he might be going to jail. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we done here? Yeah. Okay, all right, cool. Okay, so just keeping to the sports and race issue. So we've been watching the build-up for this mega fight, which I thought was pretty ridiculous, most of it. Like, uh, Me too, I'm not buying into it. I'm not buying it. It looked like a, like a WWE promotion. Pretty much. It was ridiculous. But during, I'm pretty sure, the last stop in London... 
Conor McGregor walks up to Floyd Mayweather after saying, you know, maybe some mildly racial things where he's kind of dancing around. And then he just comes out full force, like, Mm -hmm. dance for me, boy, dance. Yeah. So, you know, it begs the question, and this fight is just showing, again, you know, issues that may exist in our society, Mm. is what constitutes racism? Because, of course, Conor comes out later Mm -hmm. and says, you know, I'm not racist. That's absurd. Mm. And You know why he said he wasn't racist? Because he fucks with black stuff. Is that what he said? Yeah. He was like, yeah, "Yeah, look at this jacket I got on. Like, he was like, like, he basically said just because, like, he likes, I'm not, I'm not quoting my man right here, but he's saying, like, because he likes black music or because he told him, he said that he's, like, black below the waist, Mm -hmm. insinuating that he had a big dick, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) This is, like, for me, I know it raises a lot of questions of, like, what is racism or not, Mm -hmm. but in this situation... I don't give a fuck. It's all a show. Yep. It's all a show. So if this was, first off, because he's not American, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he doesn't understand. Which also, which also proves this because, you know, you know, white America is, and I'm in this category, mm-hmm. unquestionably pulling for Connor. Even if, even though I'm pretty sure there's no chance, it's all a spectacle, they're all going to make. Wait, why? Why am I pulling for Connor? Yes. Because I hate Floyd Mayweather. I have never liked Floyd Mayweather. He is, I think as a person or a boxer? As a person. Okay, that's and, fine. And, like, even though I appreciate his boxing talent, I don't find it entertaining. No, it's not, because he's no. defensive. Yeah, It's yeah. like watching his first play. No, not like watching his first play. Yeah, it's like watching his first play. So maybe not now, not now Spurs, but the Spurs... Anywho. Okay. I don't like Floyd. I don't like anything about Floyd. I, I think he is a terrible human being, most likely. Okay. I think it's probably inappropriate to make fun of him that he can't read. No, you're allowed to do that. He has millions of dollars. He doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's I, fine. I don't think he cares, but it's also kind of sad, too. I was reading an article from where he comes from in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Do you know something like 36% of young black males from that area of the country are illiterate? So what sense, though? Because mm-hmm. reading and reading out loud is two different things. I, I don't know what you don't think where, he, where the government definition is for literacy. You don't but, think he can understand signs when he rides past them? Okay, just because you're illiterate doesn't mean that okay. you can't read anything. Okay, fair enough. Fair but, enough. Like, did you ever go back and listen to? Uh, there's the, this clip of him trying to. I read know Charlemagne the God. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that, that was pretty that, sad. That's almost. an example yes. of illiteracy. Okay, so I don't know. I, I think it just it exposes you know people for being at least mildly racist. That everyone wants Connor to win. And I think, you know, somewhere, you know, probably deep. But it's absolutely asinine to think that he actually will, though. You know this, correct? Yes, absolutely. Okay, all right, all right. So, but see, the thing is, is that they're painting Connor as almost a villain right now. Mm-hmm. And he's doing it to himself. Don't, do you think Dana White's stupid? You know what I'm saying? Like, they're painting this entire thing. Floyd, who, if Connor McGregor wasn't doing all this shit, would be the villain, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't think we would care as much. So you have to make us hate. Whether you like somebody or whether you hate them enough, it'll still make you watch. Yeah. So this is all a show. So like, I'm not getting into philosophical debates about whether this is racist or not because it's all a fucking show and they're doing it on purpose. You gonna watch? No. No, you're not gonna watch. No. Unless I'm just happen to be somewhere and somebody has it on. Maybe. I'm not going out of my way to watch this shit. Yeah. Floyd's gonna win. He's the greatest defensive boxer of all time. Why the fuck? How the fuck do you think somebody that 
doesn't specialize in boxing is going to beat him at boxing. He's got to punch his chance, man. If this is, everybody's just kind of <laughs> hanging on this slight whim <laughs> of maybe he lands one good punch that knocks Floyd out. That's not happening. Yeah, you're right. There's no fucking way that's happening. If it is, I, I vaguely heard something about like Floyd not being able to pay like tax money or something. And he has to wait till after the fight to pay it. That may or may not be true. So allegedly, he would. Uh, the The story is, is that he doesn't have any liquid assets right now. That doesn't mean that he's not wildly wealthy. It's just no. It's in cars and in real estate, and he doesn't want to have to sell any of his shit to pay the taxes that he already owes. Okay. So, so this is probably the main reason why he's fighting. I think so too. There's, yeah, to pay that tax debt. There's no. He's still. Reason. He's still a. Millionaire, many, 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 many times over. There's no that. There was no other reason for him to come out of retirement to fight somebody that doesn't box. If they were, if this was an MMA fight, easily uh, Conor McGregor. If they were fighting on the street, easily Conor McGregor. But boxing is a sport, okay? Mm-hmm. So it's not just fighting. There's there's technique, and there's like. He's not going to be able to hit Floyd like that. And I, don't, I, I know that's the only chance that everybody's giving him is that maybe by some kind of luck, he just lands one power punch and it knocks Floyd out. That's the only way he would win. Yep. Floyd might... I know Floyd's a defensive fighter, but that's against other boxers, okay? He could dismantle Conor McGregor if he wanted to. You understand when you're fighting MMA, like the distance where you have to fight people, it's a little farther because you have to watch out for kicks. And boxing is closer. So uh, Conor McGregor's reaction time is going to have to be faster. I don't think he can do that with Floyd. Nope. But anyway, I'm, okay. I really want to talk about you know, oh the fight. Like, all right, I apologize. Yeah, I apologize. Yeah, yeah. I apologize. It's just it's just all weird because even though I'm on, you know, I don't like Floyd. I don't ever want him to win another fight in his entire life. Even when you look at this fight, our greatest American boxer is fighting. A foreign dude who is not even a boxer, and we still want him to lose. Well, America doesn't really care about boxing. I'm just, I'm saying about that. No, 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 think about that. If it, if it was some, if Floyd was white, mm-hmm. some white dude who did the same shit, Floyd Money Mayweather carrying around a Gucci bag with oh. a bunch of money in it, and some white dude, we would probably think it's fucking hilarious. Thank you for bringing up that point. And Floyd actually touched on this like really quickly. So when black guys are like boisterous and flamboyant and shit like that, it's all of a sudden you're arrogant. If a white guy does it, it's okay. Oh, yeah. That's, I'm about to, that's what I'm like dancing around with the Colin Kaepernick okay, thing. Okay, gotcha. It's gotcha, the expectation gotcha. of conformity and why if Colin Kaepernick played a different position in the NFL, mm-hmm. he would not be getting blacklisted. Because as the quarterback, you are expected to conform, right? Okay. You, you fit into this little box that we have. Okay. And... If you're someone of color, you better conform even more. Agreed. So like there is even less wiggle room. I can't tell you how many times a week I think about this shit, and I've never actually heard like anybody on like Sportsnet talking about this shit. If Gronk was black, <laughs> yeah, how does he get away? How the with fuck does he get away with doing this? I shit? don't know. I don't understand. Like he's having a good time. He's not fucking with anybody. That's cool. But I feel like if there was a black guy, if that was Martellus Bennett, just like fucking always just like crushing beers and like dancing on stage and fucking twerking and shit, like, is this guy a thug? He's a bad uh, role model for our kids and stuff like that. Why does Gronk get away with that shit? Because he's Gronk. Which is fine. (laughs) And if if you get athlete privilege, that's cool. But why do black athletes have to conform and why do white athletes not have to? Mm -hmm. Like, 
the shit, if you Google Rob Gronkowski partying, or probably shit Rob Gronkowski beers, you'll see the some of the wildest shit. And don't get me wrong, he's just having a good time. But yeah, I, I mean, he's, like, not, he's not hurting anyone. No, no, he's, I just feel like he's living his life. Our he's black a young athletes guy. aren't allowed, besides uh, J.R. Smith, maybe? Besides J.R. Smith, I don't think anybody's allowed to do this shit. Well, it's, see, like, J.R. Smith, like, he borderline counts. What do you mean? He's just not that relevant. Okay, fair enough. He's a role player. Yeah, he's going to be the seventh best team on, or the seventh best player okay. on any team that he plays on. This fair enough. Okay, so he's not as big of a yeah, Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah. But I just feel like LeBron James couldn't go do that shit. You know what I'm saying? No. You know what I'm saying? He would no. screwed. Like, he no, he has to ride banana boats. Yes. Yeah. And Rob Gronkowski is the second biggest player on the best team in football, mm-hmm. and he's allowed to do whatever the fuck he wants. And there are press secretaries at the fucking White House. Remember this? <laughs> I, what was, it, was, it, was it Sean Spicer talking? I forgot fuck who was talking, but he like opened the door and was like, oh yeah, I'm sorry, and he walked out. Like, if that had been a black person, he'd be like, oh, they're disrespecting the president. Secret service like, come knocking. Yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> god damn. Don't get me wrong. Like, I, I like, I like Gronk just having a good time, but I feel like he's allowed to get away with more shit than our black athletes are allowed to get away with. Absolutely. And that shit fucking bothers me. Because uh, it's the expectation of conformity. Yeah. And the conformity is unfortunate, but it's because, for lack of a better phrase, the white man is in charge almost, and not not from like a not almost. I mean, it's so I, I don't want to I don't want to paint it like a slave mentality, but this is the person, this is the group of people that are in charge. It's almost like a white people sell out because you have to appease this group of people who see things a certain way, and if you don't, it's going to make it harder for yourself. Mm-hmm. So there's some people that are willing to make it harder for themselves and stay true to themselves, but it's some people that would rather appease that kind of market or that demographic so they are not treated a certain way. I'm going to go on record and say I'm one of those people that has done that in my life. So I cut my hair because at the time there was all these news stories and maybe it was propaganda, whatever, but it's still happening in America is that police have been killing unarmed black men and I would just like to look a little bit less threatening. So not for like a business motive, but for like fear of my own life and to give less chances for this to happen. I want to feel, I want to make myself a little bit less threatening for somebody that could possibly shoot me and kill me and get away with it. So, I mean, it, it's a lot, it's a lot of levels to it. So for Colin Kaepernick, it's a, it's a business thing. It's a, it's a value thing. It's a moral thing to not conform. But for me, and cutting my hair and quote unquote conforming, so I don't get shot. Pretty simple. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate that we have to do that. So even going back to the Mike Vick thing, it's we need to actually work on changing those standards, changing what people feel like is threatening just because of how they look. I'm on record. Now, do you think that's changing minds or changing actions? Both, but I think it all. I think. All of it goes on to representation. It took actually having this podcast and just like kind of going through uh, mental loops in my head because I never really understood why why representation was important because of the way that I grew up. Because growing up in so many different communities with being in the military, meeting so many different people, Mm -hmm. if I see something that happens on TV with like a certain demographic, I'm not saying, oh, all white people act like that or all Hispanic people act like that or all uh, Asian people act like that. I'm saying, hey, that person acts like that. Mm -hmm. But if you think about certain places where people don't grow up as diverse, that's what they see on TV is the only idea they have about people. 
So I think it starts with like having people that look a different way being represented on TV. So people understand that, hey, every person that you see that looks like this, it doesn't act like that. Mm -hmm. And it took me a long time to get to that point because in my mind, I'm thinking, well, I don't I don't give a fuck if people are black or on TV or whatever. But it matters because of the people that don't know black people. That's the only thing they have to see. So if you only see gangster movies with black people like shooting, killing people, that's all you think black people are just straight violent. I think that's one of the big problems in America is lack of diversity and lack of meeting other people outside your circle, if that makes sense. We're having this conversation because I'm black and you're white. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I don't want to say like I'm, I'm cooning or anything like that, but I'm just what trying to... mean? Cooning? Yeah. So that's a derogatory term that black people will use for other black people. And it can basically be used for anything, but it's quote unquote tap dancing for the white man. Oh, okay. Pretty much. So that's that's what we call dance for me, boy. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's all looping around together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much. Come, coming full circle. That was full point. circle, baby. Yeah, that was a uh, sidebar at its finest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we out of here. All right, we should, you got. I had something, but now all I can think about is cooning. <laughs> All right, fuck it. If, if it comes back to you, just jump in there. All right. All right. So you're not about, marketing We're well. talking about Big Baller Brand. Okay. All right, lighter note. The uh, Big Baller Brand, Lonzo Ball. How you feel? I'm blown away. Okay. Absolutely blown away. I guess the summer league. Okay. But any time you're setting records. Yes. No, no matter the level of competition. I just read this the other day. Only... Like, there had only been four tennis games in the history of the Summer League. It's because it's a bunch of guys that are trying to do yeah, too much. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. It's usually yeah, bad yeah. basketball. Okay. I get that. All right. I get it's the Summer League. It's not 100% indicative of success in the NBA. But the man did get triple doubles. Very easily. Yeah. Uh, Didn't shoot well. That's fine. Hot take. Super hot take. You Are you aware of the um, the shoe deal? Kind of thing. What do you mean? So, you know, obviously... That, that he went and tried to sell it for a billion dollars and turned yes. it down. Ended up hiring some Chinese company to manufacture his own brand. Yes. Uh, I'm on record of saying I'm going to reserve all judgment on LeVar Ball because I have no idea what his end game is and have no idea what the fuck he's doing. But I didn't think he was that stupid. Mm-hmm. My man... Maybe turning out to be a genius. <laughs> right? So, How smart is it to roll out every game in a different shoe? Can we can we can we uh, uh, break people down? So no if bro. anybody doesn't know, LeVar Brawl uh, has created his own brand, uh, Big Baller brand, and he has a shoe that's gonna be retailing for $495. Lonzo played in them the first game, and everybody thought that that was, it was gonna be a shoe for the entire time in the NBA. But through the summer league, he has played in a different brand shoe every game and has upped his play so he played and performed yeah that's the most important like if he goes and lays eggs like uh who cares so he played in the uh, adidas james harden he played in the jordan 31s he played in the kobe ad's and fuck was the other brand we said jordan adidas nike under armor steph curry for uh now because I, I had, uh, so you hear Ray on the last podcast saying he hates LeVar Ball because he's taking money out of his son's pockets. He has now upped the price. So now all of those companies are now competing with each other 
to be able to give Alonzo the best offer. So rookies coming in may not necessarily get the best offer. LeBron James probably had the biggest shoe deal if you look at inflation and shit. Was it two hundred fifty million? Nah, it was it was ninety nine at a high school. At high school, at high school, so yeah, like coming yeah. into the league, most rookies don't usually get a deal. Like you're usually lucky if you get an endorsement. Now Levar Ball has created this brand. Of now other companies are fighting for him. He doesn't sound too stupid, does he? No. The he master did. plan is coming together. He, Do you want to know what it's like? Okay. It's like some girl turning you down. Mm-hmm. And you show up to her spot four nights in a row with some other hot chick on your yeah. own. I'm like, hey, this could be you. Yeah. Hey, this could be you. Yeah. Hey, this could be you. Like, <laughs> just, this shit is wild it to is me. so smart, man. I yo, feel, I hot take. Enough of it. Yo, hot take. What if, because if anybody doesn't know, the first game Lonzo Ball played in, he played almost terribly. He shot two for like 11. He didn't have a good shooting game, okay? What if he was shaving points wearing the ZO2s, the big baller brand shoes? I don't know what that would accomplish. Think about it. It, it causes controversy, okay? And I might be giving LeVar Ball too, too much credit right now, but yeah. I'm just theorizing. Yeah. I'm just theorizing. <laughs> That's hard to do, you know. <laughs> no, it's not. Because he didn't have a bad game. He uh-huh. had a bad shooting game. If you look at the rest of the games where he was getting people involved and getting to the rack and stuff like that, those are very different. That game, the first game, if you go back and look at it, he just shot poorly. You can shoot poorly on purpose. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm not, hey, man, look, I'm not, I'm not caping for this theory or whatever. I'm just saying, just, just think about it. If he plays badly in the ZO2s. They're which, really going to talk about it if he plays really bad. Hmm? I mean, is it, is it, that's what I mean. Yeah. Because that's what LeVar Barker <laughs> that's said. That's what happened, too. He just shot bad. And that's every, what everybody wanted to talk about. So, like, now you're sinking people. Because, like I said before, whether you hate somebody or you love them, you'll still watch them. People still watch them, whether you were the room for them to lose or room for them to win. So, Lonzo is this, uh, excuse me, LeVar is this villain, and you want this villain's son to not play well. So, he just didn't shoot good, he did everything else well. So then he starts changing it up, put different shoes on, starts playing well. All of a sudden, you realize you have a good brand now. And now all these companies are fighting. Shit's wild. Shit is wild. <laughs> it is wild. And it's, it, so it's exciting me because, look, Charles, I know. You got caught up. I know Game of Thrones just came back. Woo! My man we got Levi- that on the end. My man uh, LeVar Ball has the be- best produced shit on TV right now. Okay? Dude, he could fit into Game of Thrones, I think. He Dog! Could, he could put him in. Dog! He could eat. <laughs> this shit is exciting LeVar to me. of House Ball. <laughs> Dog, I, I fucking love this Cersei shit. with Ruthless. Shoo. You can't throw the Game of Thrones references this early. You gotta get to the Game of Thrones segment. Ah, it's not gonna right. make sense. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's All right. Cool. Bet. But, uh, yeah, my man doesn't seem as stupid now, does he? I mean, ultimately, it'll be dictated by results. Like, Agreed. Of course, he's not going to get a billion dollars. He no. could be – you could put Michael Jordan in coming into the league as a rookie mm-hmm. in his prime state, right? Same mm-hmm. age as playing like he's at his prime, mm-hmm. and he would not get a billion dollars. You familiar with bartering? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you drive the I'm price saying, up. It, it's smart just to put mm-hmm. that price astronomically high because you you just let the shoe deals know you're not getting this shit for cheap. Mm-hmm. All right, it's, it may not be a billion dollars, but don't be surprised if you're starting to get in those nine figure deals. So, like injuries aside, because I, obviously that comes uh, unaccounted for, he's going to be very successful in the league, especially especially for the team that he's on. Yeah, because yeah. I do too. He does not have to score. Nope. He does not. 
I saw my son throw two full court passes back to back. The first one with two hands landed like it was Aaron Rodgers, came back down the court. He flicks the other one up with, a, with one hand. Shit dropped like it was Tom Brady. Like he can put that shit anywhere he wants to. And that is a very high, making other people better. He's probably the most, I don't want to use the word valuable, but as far as like making other people better and, and, and uh, upside, LeBron James, it's a hot take. But as far as being able to make other people better, I think he's the next upcoming. So Steph's a great player. Uh, Kevin Durant's a great player. Paul George is a great player. They don't make their teammates as good as Lonzo Ball does. Yeah, and I, it's it's very rare. Like even guys who are top picks in the draft that you can pinpoint players and be like, you know what? He has a skill. It's going to translate. Even if he doesn't develop into a scorer, yes, he's still going to be a fucking all star. Yes. Because he is that good of a passer. And it, it took one, it took 15 seconds mm-hmm. of his summer league. Like, wow, there's not many guys that could make that no. three-quarter court no, alley uh, pass. That shit is wild. And, uh, and one for one. That was, the, that was the first take, right? It's not like, you know, if I'm sitting there trying to throw you an alley-oop from three, you know, you yeah. give me six tries and they hit yes. it. That's right after the tip he does that shit. He... Punch past the ball. Oh, so I, people. It, that was wild, stupid. and it was unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. He could have definitely just grabbed it, but see, it's it's gonna be interesting, man. I'm I'm very excited for the NBA season. Uh, if you guys hate Levar Ball, sorry, he's not going anywhere. Um, but I don't. Know, it's just a nor should he. He no. is, He has. Did you see after the draft? Like there was a, a video of him like walking out. And, like, the entire crowd was booing him. And he, like, takes off his hat and, like, throws it in the stands. That shit is wild. He's, like, the new villain of the NBA. And I fucking love this shit. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I don't understand the reason not to like him either. That's, Me, I mean, you I, know think what? I think he's loud. Honestly, like, besides that wild shit he said to that woman that one time, which was, you know, not crazy over the line. Yeah, yeah. But but what you know, if? Took it, probably took it a little too far. I but think there's I think a- he's funny most of the time. Okay, I'm not getting into that. We can go on that another another time. But uh, one thing that I've always liked about him, and people kind of like say he's this bad person, he's an asshole, and da he's a jerk. He's a good father. Look at the confidence he, he instills in his children. I, I've been like, saying this. The, the thing he said draft night over and over again is speak it into existence. Yes. And what the fuck are they doing right speak, now? He's playing for the Lakers. He's playing for the Lakers. Why? And like, <laughs> I, I don't have kids. Knock on wood. But. I'm telling my kids, you're the best. You know what I'm saying? Why not make them feel like they're the best? I do not understand why everybody... I understand the wild shit about like, yo, you clearly couldn't beat Michael Jordan one-on-one. That's absolutely preposterous. But at the same time, he gives his kids that confidence. And at, at first, and you can hear this on an earlier episode, I was saying like, I don't know if they can like uh, handle that, and, you know, handle the stress and handle all the things, that, everything that's expected of them. But what if he's teaching him to be able to handle that shit? Even if my wild theory about him shaving points isn't true, you see, <laughs> you going see, a far. yeah, I know. But, <laughs> but what is? <laughs> but you see the first game where, in my opinion, before we see everything that happens, it looked like Lonzo was just straight up nervous. Like he walks into a summer league game and it's packed and it's full of screaming fans, sold out. Yeah, he literally just looked like the nerves was just too there. Like every time he took a shot it looked like he put the ball up in the air and hoped it went in. Mm-hmm. You can't do that as a basketball player. You have to actually shoot the ball. Like you can see it go up, 
And then as soon as it clanks off, and put his head down and run back down court. That's a realistic observation. And what if Lon, uh, LeVar was like, look, hey, you're in this moment. You got to get it together. Like, you know, this is what it's going to be like from now on every night. And you saw him turn it around. Now, obviously, it's summer league, okay? I'm not putting too much on that. But he doesn't have to shoot the ball well to be successful in the league. Nope. So that being said, me seeing all the other intangibles, he's going to last, man. Yeah, Absolutely. There's there's very, very few players that don't have to score yes. to impact. You remember Anthony Davis when he was at Kentucky? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he scored just, four points mm-hmm. in the national championship game or eight or whatever mm-hmm. it was and was clearly the best player on the floor. Yeah. You can have other people that don't do anything else except for score. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah. Like there's some, other, there's some people in the NBA that they don't – It's a lot harder to be an elite passer than it is an elite – an elite scorer. I agree. I think. I agree. You have to uh, you have to map out the floor. You have to know where people are going. You have to read scenes. Shoot, and you just pick up the ball and shoot. Yeah, if you're open, you make it. Yeah, pretty much. All right. Shit's crazy. Yeah. Do I you, can't wait. Do you want to know what team I feel worst for in the league right now? Ooh, give me a second. Give me a second. Nope. Clippers. They, I think they realize. Not, not only did they lose Chris Ball. Mm-hmm. Now and like this, yeah, yeah. This is like the last four years. Like, hey, we're finally better than the Lakers. You know, you're starting to Uh, like when you're competing in the same arena, and Mm -hmm. you're like, you know, you're 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 competing for the same fan base, Mm -hmm. basically. Mm -hmm. So you're just trying to chip away, and you're praying as long as you can that the Lakers stay as irrelevant as possible because it's the fucking Lakers. Mm -hmm. And then the same year you lose the best point guard of my generation, at least, or top five. Okay, yes. They get Lonzo Ball, who's selling out summer league games. And you're yeah. stuck with Blake Griffin and yeah. DeAndre Jordan. Well, and that's how you're talking. You're not even the most interesting team in L.A. anymore. Yeah. No, you're right. I was about to disagree with you there. But, yeah, you're right. <laughs> like, poor Steve. All the money he spent to buy the Clippers and to keep them together, like, he has to be like, what the fuck do I got to do? They this have is. and you know what's, what's crazy <laughs> is that with them losing Chris Paul, it's almost like they have to start over. But they can't either. No, because no. the Lakers have quote unquote started over two seasons ago and they're still uh inclining. And they can sign two max deals next year. Yeah. Yes. Two max fucking yes. contracts. This shit is Nah, it's just wild, man. The way the NBA just turns itself on the, on his back and I'm gonna be honest. A lot of people don't like the super team era. I'm not mad. I don't hate the idea okay. of the super team as long as there's a few of them. That's that's what I was right, getting to. Right, right now. Yes, that's like, what I was getting to. There was only it's two, gonna, it was a crash collision course to the finals. If this you year. put if you put Melo on Cleveland, I, I still don't think Melo in Houston isn't gives them enough. But if you put Melo in Cleveland, mm-hmm. then you can match up. Yes. Right? Yes. With, hopefully without losing Kevin Love. Because you like you, you still have to have that fourth option. Yes. So the the thing is is that this year, it was wild annoying because you only had two super teams. So we all knew, unless there was like some serious injury, it was a crash course to the finals, Cleveland and Golden State again. It yep. wasn't even fucking close. And, that, yep. was, that was boring. But if you have five or six teams, all of a sudden, maybe the other teams, it's not as entertaining. But once you get to the playoffs, when you're in the second round, now shit is getting crazy. Imagine if KD now, today, mm-hmm. had stayed in Oklahoma City. Well, they wouldn't have enough money for Paul George. You, oh. you, you can trade into the luxury tax. Okay, true that, true that. Uh, well, so Cleveland have another have another ring than uh, Golden State and have KD. You think so? Yes. 
Yes. He's pretty fucking unstoppable. Well, see, the thing about Kevin Durant is, is he's unstoppable when he's not the number, excuse me, I don't want to say number one option, but when he's the only option, okay? Mm-hmm. And this is why when I start talking about my favorite players, I start talking about guys that can carry bad teams. So this is why I like, Russ. This is why I like Russ. This is why I like LeBron. This is why I respect KD as a great scorer. And I'm just talking about basketball. I don't know this guy. But as a great scorer, but as a basketball player, he's a hoe. Because <laughs> by himself. Whoa, hot I'm take. To, I'm about to tell you why. All right. Because I've seen him on teams where, like, nobody else commands respect defensively, and he caves. If you put your best defender on Kevin Durant and there's nobody else around him and you can, like, kind of, like, bully him, he can be bullied on the arc. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I've seen it before. If you go back and watch OKC while he was still there, if Kevin Durant got in, uh, got injured, Russell Westbrook would take the fuck over. If Russell Westbrook got injured and it was just Kevin Durant, that team would fold. So being that Kevin Durant is on a team where you can't necessarily play help defense, you just let his basketball finesse work. Mm-hmm. But if he, he has needs to, floor spacing, yes, he needs other people to take uh, defensive precedence off him. Mm-hmm. So that's why I will respect him as a great basketball player, but I will never look at him as one of the best. Really? It, the, the game It's a five-on-five game, mm-hmm. and my favorite players have made other people better around them. If basketball was a one-on-one game, hell yeah, I'm taking Kevin Durant. But it's five-on-five. So if you give me one superstar, and I don't know who else is on the team, Kevin Durant's not up there for me. If there's other people around him that can play well, he's successful. When he was playing with a Russ and a James Harden, he was successful. As soon as he got on that team and James Harden left and Russell Westbrook got injured, that team was terrible. That is true. And, I mean, it's, it's something funny to think about. I mean, I still consider him a top five player in the league. Me too. Even, like, Objectively, me too. In a, in a league of super teams, he's always going to have someone else barring injury. Yes. Yes. I... Agreed. So for the rest of his career, in my mind, he can't get out of that box. And I think he is the most unstoppable perimeter player the NBA has ever seen. Ever? Ever. Absolutely. I, I, just, I think he the can man, be bullied. The, the I, man's 6'11", with a 7'6 wingspan, and shoots 40% from three. You cannot block his shot. No, but you can bully Anytime him. Anytime he will. Huh? He can be bullied. He can. Not, not in the NBA now, you can. No, no, he can't be bullied. So he can be bullied if... You put somebody in the game, mm-hmm. and they say all you have to do is fucking not get in his head. Get in his head. Wrong he doesn't. Chest. <laughs> he doesn't work hard to get the ball. If he's being bullied off screens, if he's being like rubbed, he mm-hmm. does not work hard to get open. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Now this has been a long time ago, so maybe he's progressed to a different point in his career, and I can't see it now. But he also didn't have to worry about it. Now. That's what I mean. Yeah. But at an earlier time in his career, if you pressed up on him and forced him to work hard to get around screens and shit. He wasn't doing it. He's running up to the arc and then backing off because he's not getting touched anymore. I've, I've seen that. So I, I love Kevin Durant as a player, but he's not a killer. And I like killers. No, he's not. You know what I'm saying? So I said before the move last year that, yes, go to— even though, even though he played well in the closing moments of just about every game in the finals— I felt like he was just playing, you know, his game. Yeah. It wasn't like an extra gear or anything. He also uh, didn't have to play 60 minutes a game. He also didn't have to guard the best person on the other team every possession. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And this is why I think 
that the NBA and people in general are so fickle and crowning the quote-unquote greatest playing the game too quickly. LeBron James has been doing this for a long time. Due to his finals appearances, he's played, so what is it, seven in a row now? Mm -hmm. Just out of the playoffs, he's actually played an, an entire season more than anybody that hasn't made the playoffs in the past seven years. That's an ent- his entire season. He doesn't get injured. You know what I'm saying? His longevity is It's ridiculous impressive. to be the best player in the world, not get injured, be able to, to play kill. a physical game. Very physical because he, he's had to change this from like finesse and power. Like he's had to do a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Like it's unreal. And I just think the LeBron James slander is out of control and – when he starts to retire, I don't want to hear anybody that's called me a LeBron if you think right. it's out of control now, wait until he leaves Cleveland next year. That's fine. You know what? It's going to be... That's fine. I'm, I'm waiting until... He goes to the Lakers. At this point, yeah, that's going to be wild. And happens. then you might as well just bury the Clippers under the Staples Center. Why are we still talking about the, the Clippers? Because I just... <laughs> that, 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 the, the team, the NBA, more stuck in my mind like, poor it fucking be. Clippers. God. They had plenty of chances. They did. They did. Like they, they have. Did. They had what the they last the five years. They didn't even get out of the second round, right? You know, every time they lost in the playoffs, they were up. I don't feel bad for them. Fuck that. I do. I know some. I know a if lot of it. I know a lot of his injuries at the wrong times. But yeah. Look, man, keep only making that excuse so many times. Man. If it wasn't for this Lonzo bullshit, I wouldn't feel bad for him. Be like, well, you know, Lakers are still a few years away. But you just have that sense for the yeah, Lakers that yeah, they're coming back. Yeah, you got a lot of young talent. Guys that can grow together. Maybe next year. Yeah. Dude, I think they need more pieces than that. Look, you put LeBron James on my team right now, they still need pieces. They still need pieces, of course. Yeah. But they're getting two max deals. Mm-hmm. Get a year of development from Ingram. Year of development from Ball. They're also in the Western Conference. That matters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then once you... See, the thing about pieces for elite teams is once you get to that third, that fourth superstar... People start taking pay cuts. Yeah, true that. True that. Yeah. Big pay cuts. D- David West still could have made $10 million a year for at least a couple years. I know, but he's a hoe too. Why is he a hoe, man? As a basketball player, he's a hoe. Is he? Yeah. Oh, he's pretty fucking good. No, he's, he, uh, being a hoe doesn't mean you're not good. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you need a different adjective for bad basketball. Or for I didn't say he was a bad basketball player. People I don't like? Yeah. Yeah, David West is a hoe. <laughs> why, why is David West a hoe? Because he got bullied by LeBron in Indiana. Everyone in Indiana. gets bullied. I know. In Indiana, then tried to go to the Spurs just around that tail. I mean, just around that coattail. Then went to the Warriors to try to round that coattail just to be LeBron. So you you have an issue with people title chasing? Um, That's like calling LeBron a hoe for... Leaving Miami when it was clear that, you know, everyone's getting older, better go find a new, younger, better teammate, and then goes back to Cleveland. He didn't go back to Cleveland. Demands, keeps bitching that they're not trading enough talent for him, which is fine. I mean, those are all fair complaints. Which is, so the difference between LeBron and David West is, is LeBron went somewhere and built. David West tried to keep going to places where he thought they were already going to win. And he was the missing piece. He well, yeah, I mean, they're, piece. He, they're, they're different, different level of players. So the same reason why I understand that for basketball reasons, it was the best decision for Kevin Durant to go to Golden State, but he was a hoe for doing so. They were already built. Mm-hmm. LeBron James went to a team that had three number one draft picks in a row. And I'm only saying that because that's how bad they were every year. 
Only one of those draft picks ended up working out in Kyrie Irving. But he went. Tristan Thompson's good. Yeah. Number one pick, though. Did he get number one? No. He was their number one draft pick. Oh, um, but like what was what was his name? Uh, Bennett. See, he's he's yeah. Bennett was terrible, but he got traded for Kevin Love, so it worked out. Um, and they had and they drafted. They didn't have Kevin Love. They didn't have Kevin Love before LeBron got there. Wait, like, if you could go back in time, if you're the Cavs GM, mm-hmm. do you still trade Wiggins for Kevin Love, or do you say fuck it, we'll just wait for Wiggins? Uh, hindsight being twenty twenty, I'm sticking with Kevin Love only because I know it guarantees me. An NBA championship. I don't know if Aaron. I don't know if Andrew Wiggins guarantees an NBA championship. See what I'm saying? That's true. Yeah. So in this in this scenario of who's better and who has more upside, I, I like Andrew. Wiggins. And 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 this is like this is probably the year where Wiggins would have been able to like really help to be that third star. Yeah. So that being said, I already know in my mind where you have a championship, so I'm not trading that away. See yeah. What I'm saying? Uh. Better. Yep. All right. Bet. Right, it is a uh, winter segment. is here. Nerd segment of the week. That's right. All right, that's fine. Winter is here. It's uh, actually a hundred, but what? It's a hundred degrees outside. Oh, outside so right, right now. Okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. So if you've been living under rock or don't really care, this is our Game of Thrones segment. And I think actually, I don't even want to say if you don't care. You have no reason at this point not to care. Yes, there, you do. No, there are too many non-nerds out there who are into the fucking show, who are like, you know what? This is kind of awesome. And then they tell other people, now you're just being stubborn at this point. You're being fucking stubborn. Charles is on season six. Did you catch up? Dude, binge watching is the best way to watch television shows. I agree. Anyone will tell you that. I agree. But look, I'm actually being honest. If I would have started the Game of Thrones, anybody that starts the Game of Thrones, watch it through. It starts off slow. It gets way better. Trust me. Actually, halfway through the first season, this one. Yes. So... I may have given up on it if I didn't watch it the way that I watched it. Oh, like week to week? No. Watching this season finale of game, I mean, of uh, season one without realizing it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like, <laughs> the way that I started watching Game of Thrones was on my HBO Go at the time, it gave you the episodes newest to oldest. So most of the time when you watch it, it's usually oldest to newest, and then it goes you from left to right. So mm-hmm. I didn't realize I was watching the season one finale, <laughs> which is wild because I was like, I have no fucking idea what's going on, but this shit is lit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, sorry. So uh, besides that, season six just came back, episode one. How do you feel? Honestly, one more time. If you haven't watched yet, there is no excuse. Also, right? stop listening. Spoilers from here on. There we go. Got it. Best opening episode I've seen of the entire series. I agree. I agree. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to name my, uh, if I ever have a daughter, she might be named Arya. Oh, yeah? Okay. Okay. That's great. No, actually, though, so I know know she's had more show. I know she's had more time on the show. I asked this question, Arya or Lady Mormon? What? Who do you like better? Arya. Because of longevity? I fuck with Lady Mormon. Mm. That, That was a tough one for me. Because while I was watching it, while I was watching it, and you see the opening scene of uh, Walter Frey talking with uh, with his soldiers and shit, I'm like, God damn, are they just showing us this again from a different perspective? <laughs> this is a flashback? Yeah, I was like, why the fuck are we going back? We already know, you know what I'm saying, she killed him or whatever, and 
halfway through, I started realizing it after she didn't, or after, excuse me, Walter Frey didn't drink the, uh, the shit. I was like, Oh uh, shit. <laughs> I was like, Oh shit. But, uh, but you left one alive. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, I fuck with that shit, hard body. I'm. I had to go back and watch like, cause it's been so long. I had to go back and watch clips on like what that shit. Yeah, yeah, and it's a lot to take in. Like, there's so much shit going on all mm-hmm. the time, and so many different storylines that are all following different arcs. Mm-hmm. So Who are you rooting for the most. It's gotta be John. Okay. Right. I mean, yeah. like, in a world that's really fucked up. Like, you want to feel like no one is all the way good, right? But yeah. there's been at least two, maybe three characters that you felt like were, you know, pretty pretty much the good guys. Okay. Ned, yeah. Rob, John. Okay. Right? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Everyone else has uh, ulterior motives or... That's why I was raised with how start. Or, like, even Arya. Arya's not really a good girl anymore. No. No. She is a savage. Uh, what what what, is, what has happened to her in her life has put her on this path where she has no problem killing off an entire family. Yeah, and I'm okay with her doing it. Me too. Totally okay. Yeah, absolutely. The fuckers deserved it. Absolutely. You kill somebody at a wedding? Hmm? Oh yeah, that's wild. Cut off the uh, fucking direwolf's head and then her brother's head. Switches bodies. That was unnecessary. Yeah, totally unnecessary. It was unnecessary. Um, I'm ready for that shit to be back. You know it's a short season this year. Really? Really? Yep, seven episodes. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, the next season is also seven episodes. It's the last one though, right? But it's also like every episode is building audience. Some Somehow, almost towards the end of the show, they are still gaining like live tune-in audience. Well, see, like how do they count that shit? fucking bars in Uptown mm-hmm. were having viewing parties. That's what's up. This <laughs> shit's getting wild. Well, I mean, every day, it's because it's obviously everybody in America can't be watching it. So, like, mm-hmm. when this shit starts to come around, you just hear a whole bunch of people. Because I know that was for me in season three, I think that's when I started watching it, when I had to go back and binge. And it's just because it was back on, so people were talking about it. And I, like, everybody talking about it, so like, now nah, I gotta go back and look at it so I can have that conversation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's pop culture now at this point. You know what I mean? I don't really think I, I want Daenerys to make it. Like, I, what do you want for her? Uh, I don't know. Like, just real dragon more, stuff? Like, I don't hate her character, right? Okay. But I do hate how. Oh, what am I looking for here? Like, her family lost. Okay. Yeah. There, okay. there, there is the plight of the conquered. Yes. You are no longer the queen or the heir to the throne after you lose. Yet she has ran around the world. Calling herself the queen. Well, can she be the queen of everything else except for Westeros? No. Why not? She even, she even took over. Because where she was at before, those are all free independent cities. Ah, okay. True that. Marine, free city. Yeah. So she can she can take them over and be the queen of Marine, but there's not a kingdom mm, okay. on, on, on the other side of the sea for her to necessarily so rule. So you think she should just take that out and keep it moving? I don't... I, I, I don't know what I want her to do. I want, I want her to... What if she just like... But like even, even the people, you can't just... There's nothing on Dragonstone. Well, then the and, and there's, actual, there's actual historical significance to Dragonstone. Well, I'm talking about so like all the unsullied, all the shit she brought her, I want to just let her sit there and cook and be queen of that. There's nothing on Dragonstone. Just, and you bring people there. And that, and that defeats the entire... And it's a small ass island. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> right? But even like... Even the characters that... 
you kind of want her, you know, to face off against and defeat like uh, like Cersei. Yeah. Like, actually, no, I don't want that to happen. I want Arya to kill Cersei. And okay. I want it to be okay. the most savage, brutal thing. You know, this is another thing that exposes people, this show. Because mm-hmm. I want wild shit to happen to some people in there. Because I think they deserve it. Me too. Yeah. I, I thought Joffrey got the easy way out. Oh, yeah. My, the biggest problem with his death in that show was he didn't get ousted for being a coward. That was, that's my biggest problem. Mm-hmm. Like, he definitely deserved to die. And I'm like, yo, this guy's got to die. He's got to die. He's got to die. But nobody knows that it was uh, Tyrion that actually led that battle and Joffrey were the fucking head. Yeah. Nobody knows that. I think he should have been ousted as a coward first and then died. That was the <laughs> only thing I didn't enjoy. But he obviously had to die. Yeah. So, oh, it's TV, baby. I don't mind wishing death on, people, on characters. You know what <laughs> right, this, shit right. this shit ain't real life. Violent deaths. Violent deaths. Oh, right. yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know what I want from Daenerys at all. Man, she just, but she, she can't just stay on Dragonstone. Man, she can just lay there and sit there and be hot. That's what she can do. Right now. You know she won't get... We talked about this before? What? She won't get naked on the show anymore? Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine with that. She got too famous. I'm fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's her life. I, I, I mean, just think it's funny. It's like, oh, now you won't get naked? Which, I mean, she was getting borderline raped during them sex scenes. Huh? Some of them. That's why I said borderline. Actually, I'm pretty sure the first one oh, was definitely raped. Rape. Okay, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. All right. It's like <laughs> consensual rape. Yeah, <laughs> okay. the fucking terrible. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't need her to be naked. I don't either. It's just, it's, 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 like, it's just a weird, like, fun fact from the show. Like, hey, Danny won't get naked anymore. Well, see... I don't even know if I like the actor that much like when she's not Daenerys. She's just there to me. Yeah. Like, I like the character of Daenerys. You see what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm just on the fence. Like, when, when, I, when I was reading the books, through the first couple of books, she was my favorite character. Okay. But then as it, like, goes along, it's just... I think something in my mind happens to her when she adopts the Unsullied. Okay. Because that, that's basically what yeah, it is, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. They're, they're all motherless, and mm-hmm. she becomes their mother. But she also becomes, like, this god figure rather than just, you know, a benevolent ruler trying to free slaves. Yeah. And it's almost like her character is almost, like, too much for me at this point. Like, she's not human enough. I'm not yeah. saying I could see myself as John, right? Yeah. However, and besides the fact of him coming, coming back from the dead, yes. it's like, but you can relate a lot more to John than you can to Daenerys. Yeah. Because, I mean, he was, um, like, you know what I'm saying, a bastard child. He was sent off to the Night's Watch. Like, he basically sent her to damn die. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He just comes through this plight of where now he's the hero and he's the guy that you're rooting for. And still... And he's the king of the North. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, like, he's, he's a character that, by and large, has did the right things. Yeah. And it, and it... Yo, real talk, though, I don't know if it's because... Uh, I'm a black man, but listening to the little girl, Lady Mormont, sunning grown-ass men makes me feel really good. <laughs> <laughs> that shit makes me feel really good. Like, I have no idea why. I love that shit. Yeah. It's, uh, it's also, I, no, it's not, uh, it's not me being, me being a black man. I just. She's so a I, savage too, man. It's, she's hard body, dog. Yeah. And one thing, like I said, like I'm starting to understand why representation matters. One thing I'm trying to do is understand the plight of women before having a daughter makes me have to. So being able to see strong female characters on TV, that shit is dope to me. And she's little. You know what I'm saying? She's like 9, 10 years old or some shit. Mm-hmm. Calling the shots. I like that. You, do you view, speaking of strong female characters, outside of Cersei being batshit crazy, 
Do you see her as a strong female character? So if is, she, there, is, is there any denying so it? So what I'm saying is if she's a guy, mm-hmm. she would not be as hated as much. Nope. Absolutely not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And there's I, know, a, I actually, actually never considered that. It's uh, like whatever. He blew up his enemies in the sept. Big she's deal. She's tactical as fuck. Oh, yeah, dude. She's... I hate her. Oh, yeah. I, hate yeah. Her. I mean, there's plenty of reasons to hate the woman. But she's at, the, at, at her core in playing the game of Thrones. She is tactical as a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like, if you cross her... Now, I think the way that she does some shit is a little wild, but if you just look at her uh, resume, she's smart and, as fuck. And, like, the fact that she is still there, yeah. and the house is still relevant, and controls the Seven Kingdoms, is fucking crazy. Uh, three. So. <laughs> three kingdoms. <laughs> Words my nigga Jamie. So, her <laughs> husband, which she aided in. Yeah. Killed. Mm-hmm. Her son, the king, killed. Mm-hmm. Her next son, suicide. She's mm-hmm. probably responsible for that too. Mm-hmm. And her daughter's dead. Yep. Like she has nothing left, yet somehow she is still fucking alive in there. Mm-hmm. And is the, like, next to Joffrey, the most hated person in the show. Yes. But yet somehow Absolutely. she keeps kicking. Yeah. That's wild. It is. It's crazy. And I hope Arya Such does nasty shit to her. I don't know. Hot tar on her. Or okay, all right. You said nasty shit like a uh, sexual. No, no. Come <laughs> on, oh, she's a kid. Hey, I didn't know where you're going there, bro. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, but I'm pumped for the show. Yeah, me too. Uh, although I will tell you, they're working on spinoffs too. What? Now, some of the spinoffs oh, can be my cool. God. Wait, wait. So that's what you interrupt sp- me okay. earlier. There's two different ones that I've read about because it, it's a fucking cash cow right now. So Daenerys lands on Dragonstone, right? Okay. That's also where her ancestors first landed when they invaded the Seven so Kingdoms like a prequel. with their dragons. Yeah, prequels. There's, they're, they're also talking <sighs> about doing Robert's Rebellion, which would be cool as fuck. I don't know how I feel about that, man. That's when... Dude, you find out so much about the character. That's when Rhaegar and Lyanna, who are, we find out at mm-hmm. the end of the season, are Jon's parents, run off together and have their... Have a war with Robert. All right, man. I can see it, but <clears throat> a lot of times with that kind of shit, man, it's the uh, the acting, like the actors they get. If like they're like too far off, yeah, if it's, yeah. If it's different producers. I mean, there's a lot shit of spinoffs that bomb, but I, I mean, I don't want the shit to be done after next year. I know, but how would you feel if that when they try to like rebring it back, it's bad? It's, it's, well, then I mean, just, a for effort. I fuck that. <laughs> I, I I don't know too many spinoffs that have done like extremely well. I can't think of any. So, technically, The Flash is a spinoff. Yeah. That's been doing well. I've never watched it. I fuck with it, though. Yeah. It, gets a, it gets a little CW. Gets some Spider-Man <clears throat> in? No, and I'm uh, fake as fuck for that. But yeah. I haven't. It's legit. Uh, that's what I hear. It's good. That's what I hear. It's actually the best one I've seen. I don't think that's very difficult to do at this point. I don't know. I think uh, Spider-Man 2 is pretty phenomenal of a movie. Even though I'm not crazy about Tobey Maguire, I think yeah. just... The, the story itself, the action sequences, the villain. I mean, everything everything works in the movie if Toby doesn't look like a scrawny 35-year-old guy trying to play Pretty a 17-year-old. Yeah. I, I don't understand how they fucked that up. <laughs> I know. I, know. <laughs> I don't really like, understand how they fucked this that kid, up. He looks like a kid. He acts like a kid. Tom Holland? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's well, I was, I was sold on him in uh, Civil War. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what they did with the movie. I was sold on the character. I didn't know what they were going to do with the movie. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I didn't get around to saying that. I mean, I'm full of shit. I normally see that kind of shit open at night, but uh, not this time, huh? Nah. Wait, are you weak? I'm gonna come out. 
Last week or the week before? So two Thursdays ago. No, I went to go see so it. Almost two almost weeks. Uh, almost two weeks. Okay. All right. Not disappointing. All right, bet. Well, uh, we out of here? We out of here. All right. All right, y'all. We better get up out of here. Uh, we I know we said we were supposed to be talking about Trump. We didn't get there. That's fine. Uh, have honestly, years. I'm I'm over it. Yeah, me too. Actually, I just it's when it's done, it's done. Yeah. But uh, as always, it's your boy. So signing out. Just Villa now. You know what I'm saying? You can follow me at Twitter Villa three times. I think that's my YouTube handle. Villa, 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 or Villa X three. So Villa three times. It's all written out words. Is there a reason for that? There, there is. Do I need to go into that? Ah, next time. Next time, I bet. All right, we out here. Out. No son. Fuck what y'all niggas doing. What you got going on? What's that? Yo, no son. Real niggas in that motherfucker, man. Hell yeah, I nigga lying there. Y'all nigga, man, I'm done. Ain't no complaints. Nah. Rex in the bank. Rex. Fuck what you think. Huh? We got some rank. Rank. Leo West thing. Wow. Robbing the bank. Bang. Pull out the bank. Wow. You was a strange stranger. We don't relate. No. Rex in the. Rex. Rex in the safe. Safe. Steak on my plate. Steak. My sons are done. done. My bitch had my son. My plug is hard. She fucking for sons. I wanna be like Muhammad Ali. Hey. Hang on no ropes and I beat you to sleep. Hey. Talk they get money cause talk is too cheap. cheap. Call the million when you open my brief. Celebrity status, so keep this shit brief. Huh? Draco by me cause I keep it in reach. No nigga didn't do that shit like that boy me. This word on the street, let me preach, let me preach. preach. Listen, little nigga, sometimes you don't speak. Pull out that stick and I'm sweeping the street. I make a quarter million every week. She said that my soul is making me weak. I've been on Percocets for the last week Sippin' on lean, I'm sleep Geek, move out the way Beat, beat, ride in the waves to see Ain't no complaints Rex in the bank Fuck what you think huh? We got some rank Leo S. Thang Robbing the bank Pull out the bank You was a strange stranger We don't relate, no Rex in the Rex in the safe Steak on my plate, steak. My sons are done. done. My bitch Amazon. My plug is hung. She fucking for sons. At 17, I wanted everything that was in store. At 23, I bought it all just to make sure. Yeah, yeah. Fuck a delay. Yeah. They gotta pay. Yeah. Like it's back in the day. Yeah. Racks in the. What? Racks in the safe. Look at my face. Up there with the grace, steps that I take, you can't retrace, your metro on base, me I'm just base, can't afford no mistakes, everything just in case, billboard while I play, they welcome me, I overstay, I'm a huncho, I'm the boss, my set taking off, polo used to be lacoste, water used to be the tap, nigga not the boss, damn things changed, I'm so awake, Take the bait, you get replaced. You do the math, nigga. On 88 days, the take home is crazy. I take on your baby. Ain't no complaints. Nah. Rex in the bank. Rex. For 
fucking facade At 23, I bought it all just to make sure